Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Gloria Copeland is once again joined by Billy and Chip Brim. Today, they illustrate how to activate the power and anointing of God in your life that draws people of all ages to Jesus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. We have a dynamic duo with us today. <laughs> Trio. Mother, Trio. And mother and son. Chip Brim and Billy Brim, and Chip's going to be bringing us a great message. We're looking forward to it, Chip. Well, Tell us about so it. thank you so much. Well, we've been talking about the power of God mm -hmm. and how we do not need to deny the power of no. God. No. And, uh, and it talks about that in the Word. And, um, and the Lord one time showed me something about activating the power of God and the anointing because Jesus, nothing, not one miracle, nothing happened no. until... He was anointed That's it. with the Holy Ghost That's and it, power. The Holy Ghost and power. Acts 10.38 says, And God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and, and power, power, and he right. went about doing good. Hallelujah. Well, he's the head and we're the body. That's, That's right. And, and we're anointed too. Yes. And I remember, you know, when Jesus said in the scriptures, it says he went in and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He spoke it, for he has anointed me. And he, and he said what he was anointed to do. Yes. And I kind of sensed in me that we're to speak. We're speaking spirits. That's right. We're to speak that we're anointed. It says we are. Hey, wait a minute. I'm anointed. It says that in John. And God doesn't just need anointed preachers in the fivefold ministry. He needs anointed businessmen. That's true. He needs anointed, uh, you know, whatever it might be, athletes or whatever teacher, they whatever. are. Husbands, wives, whatever, but anointed, speaking that anointing. And so there was an interview one time with this great golfer coming up. And, the, and so they went and got the greatest golfer of all time to ask about this guy coming up. And they said, how do you feel about him? What do you think about him? And he said, I'm not familiar with the level he's playing on. Now, this was the Hall of Fame golfer saying he wasn't familiar. Actually, I'm I not familiar. Actually, I think you can tell who it was. It, it was when Tiger Woods was first was coming first on. Coming and he was coming up. So yeah. Powerful. And they interviewed Jack Nicholas, who had all the records. And they said, Jack, what do you think about him? As, he said, I'm not familiar with the level he's playing on. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it kind of hit me that it's time for the church to operate on a level that the world is not familiar that's with. Good. I like that a lot. Yes. That is where it was. That's the way it was supposed to be. That that's was true. the intention. That, yes, that's the early church that's operated why, uh, and demonstrated in power that the world was not familiar no, with. That's why they followed it. Jesus. That's what signs are. That's yes, what right. they are. They'd never seen it. And so Jesus was saying, I'm anointed. The Spirit of the Lord's upon me. I am anointed. Brother Hagin said yes. that yeah. when the Lord took him one time, he said, now you, remember he touched his hands. Yes. And he says, I want you to tell the people that, that you're, you're anointed. anointed. Tell them. Tell, he said, tell them that you're anointed before you lay hands on them to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Right. And I'm like, God, are we missing this? Mm -hmm. Because it's time for the church to have power. I was saying during one of our breaks, I was talking about, the Lord showed it to me like this. He said, you can have the, the greatest equipment, the greatest microphone and the, 
the greatest amplifier and pay the most money you could pay for them. And then you could be a person who could take them apart and have all this knowledge. But if somebody unplugs the power to all that great equipment, and even though you have all this great knowledge, what good is it? That's right. It's absolutely now no good. Powerless. There has to be power. So we don't need to be at church just with all of this revelation and knowledge and equipment, because we do. We can have church going to church. We can have it on our iPad, on our phone. That's you know, true. we can. We can we can jog on a treadmill and have church. We can. Li it's it's amazing the technology. The church has had more now than ever in the history of the church. Mm -hmm have all this equipment. That's right. We do, and knowledge. Ooh. But what if there's no power? No demonstration. No demonstration. No demonstration when the people get there. <laughs> and you know in. what? Yeah. I shared this with athletes all over the world, and they begin to go off the chart. They begin to say, I am anointed to play basketball on a level the world's not familiar with, all for the glory of God. Hallelujah. I said, as long as you keep that motive right, the glory of God, you'll be fine. But you got to keep that motive straight. Well, <clears throat> I go over to Australia, and I'm preaching over there. And these ladies, this group of ladies, it was a church in Sydney. And they said, we've been waiting on that message. We're so excited because they f knew that they were anointed to lay hands on the sick. But they then they get more revelation of saying it and speaking it and and so they begin to do it. They begin to say, we're anointed to lay hands on the sick on a level medical science is not familiar with. That's excellent. They said it over and over. Over and over. And they a young it. woman about two weeks later comes into their church distraught, pregnant. And they said she just got back. She wasn't a part of their church. She just got back and she had an ultrasound. They said the baby has to be aborted. It has no brain. No brain. Hmm. And they said, we have been waiting for you. Look uh -oh. at the different perspective. Yeah. They couldn't wait. We've been speaking this. This is going to be a demonstration of power. And this, this woman's like, what? And, and, and so they laid hands on her and they spoke. She goes back for another ultrasound. And 30% of the brain shows up in that baby. Praise God. And the doctor said, now this is, this is all on the medical archive. This is, this is there. And they said, the doctor said, well, this is a miracle because it wasn't there. There's the two non and there. But still the baby needs to be aborted because 30% of, of the brain wouldn't be fair to that baby. So she goes on and, and, and she said, uh-uh, I'm staying with this. And then 60% of the brain shows up. And then when she had the baby, 100% of the brain was Praise totally God. in that baby. Ooh. That was power demonstrated. Yes, yes it was. We are anointed. We're the body of Christ. That's Christ right. is not Jesus' last name for all you young people. It is the anointed one and his anointing. We are the body. Jesus is the head. That's right. Last right. I've heard, bodies and heads have to work together. That's right. And it's time for demonstration and power. That is Can good. I say something yes. here? Brother Hagen told me uh, that when G, that in an appearance of Jesus to him, he said, it says there in, in, in the Bible that when I went to my home synagogue, I said, I am anointed to do this, to do this, to do this. But he said, I said that in every synagogue I went to. And it yeah. says in the Bible that he went to all the synagogues in Galilee and he said, I am anointed. So that's what God sowed Chip. If the head said, I am anointed, 
Right. And and if if the Lord said to uh, Brother Hagin, you tell the people I am anointed, then Chip said began to preach. We should say I am anointed. Release it. Release yeah. it. And Chip got to. They have recently found a synagogue in the Galilee oh. at Migdal, right where we're building our prayer and study center. Hmm. We were the second group. We were the second group to go there to go and get to see it. And they have dug it. And it's, it, it says in the 16th chapter, 15th chapter of Matthew that he got out of the, of the, of the ship at, uh, at Migdal and went to the synagogue. And now they have found that synagogue. Praise and God. it's newly dug and it has murals on the wall. The floors it has, there. It's the floors, wow. the tile. What's the name of that where that, they put the, the scroll And the Bema on? That yeah. is there, this big rock where he laid the scroll. So we know that if he preached in all... And they all, just discovered... Yes. Well, I say it's been about two years now. That's awesome. And, uh, and, they, uh, and so they have this rock, an amazing rock, where you laid the scroll. So if Jesus preached there, which he did, it yeah, says it's so. in the scriptures. Then he said, if he, like he told Brother Hagin... He stood right there. We knew stood. where he stood. That's why they were excited, because they knew where he stood. They knew where he stood. Whoever's going to teach. Yeah. They knew where he stood wow. and put the scrolls. Right. So Chip, he gets the bright idea. To oh, oh, well, I got so excited. I'm looking. You know, when you go to Israel and you've been there a few times, they'll say, well, it was in this area. Well, it was in this area. Well, he was here yeah, somewhere. Yeah, so you just yeah. kind of imagine. And for the first time I was told he stood right there. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm sitting there staring at it. That and they talked awesome. about all the security and the antiquity laws and the things, you know, and they had it roped and all this. Well, the crowd leaves. Well, Randy Laughlin, your, your media guy, yeah. had the camera. I said, Randy, we have to get some kind of a teaching right here where he stood. So he gets the camera. I'm getting ready. And I'm going to say that that's where he stood, where he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me. Right. So, anointed. so the light, and this lady comes, this lady comes, and she said, hey, excuse me. I see that you're doing this. She goes, would you like five minutes in there? Now, we were just told nobody can stand and stood there. stood at the ropes yeah. and looked. Now, the, the big crowd left. You were following the rules. You and she was dressed in what they were, the workers were. And, the, and we told the workers later what she looked like. They didn't have any idea who she was. <laughs> we're surrounded by angels. Who knows? Yeah. And she says, I'll give you five minutes in there. <laughs> so I'm like, she goes, your time's gone. Oh. <laughs> so I go in there and Randy goes in there and I stood where his feet stood and I said oh what he said thousands of years later. And I looked up and I said, Lord, the spirit of the Lord is upon me mm. for you have anointed me. And it got so heavy. I went down the camp. Randy's kind of going down. We're fighting with the goodness and the heaviness of God. And the Lord said to me, and I heard him, he said, don't just preach it, live it. And then he said, stay filled with it. So that, there again, I heard stay filled, mm -hmm. stay filled with this power. How? I am anointed. I'm staying filled. I'm anointed. I am anointed, glory to God. I'm an anointed giver. How about that? How about putting a little I bit of anointing on your give giver? I'm anointed to give on, on a, a level, level the world is not familiar with, all for the glory of God. That's I'm an anointed giver. That's what I don't care done. what my mind's telling me or the checkbook say. I am anointed to give. That's and true. I'm telling you, you will activate that faith and that anointing. And you're going to give on a level that they're not familiar with. Because how do we know we're anointed? First John says we, you are anointed. 
You have an anointing. So we are anointed. And then the Lord showed, uh, give some other cases of some of those, uh, what people began to say, I am anointed to do. What about well, the popcorn guy? there was one guy, I had, uh, a pastor had heard me preach this. And so he had a man in his church in California and he was distraught about what happened. Now here's the man's testimony. He said, my grandfather passed away and he left me some money. I prayed with my wife what to do, and uh, uh, my, we just knew to take that money and open a popcorn business because <laughs> Grandpa and I always popped popcorn around Christmas, and everybody ran and raved about it and loved it, and so we had our little yeah we had our little recipes. So I, I quit my job and did all that. So he, he no advertising, nothing, and uh, he's it's just so it, what's he begin to he say? runs out of money. No, it gets bad. And he's wondering and questioning God and all this. So he goes to his pastor and his pastor said, well, listen to what this one message of, that Chip, the Lord showed Chip and he listened to it. And he said, I'm anointed to make popcorn on a level the world's not familiar with. <laughs> all for the glory of God. So he puts that on his little sticker and everything else. Right. And next, uh, I mean, it looked like the banks were, you know, it was just one thing after another. And he said, no, I'm anointed. God told me this. God needs anointed popcorn salesmen. He needs <laughs> anointed people. I so agree. anyway, he gets this phone call and, and he hears the guy on the other end eating, right? He can hear, he said, are you this person? And he said, yes. And he said, well, I'm the owner of this uh, basketball team, professional basketball team. And he said, I'd like to sell this at our, at our, you know, stadium. And he said, could you come in here? And he said, yeah. And he did. And he said, and he, he, he has this check and he puts it in front of him and said, now listen, this is what we kind of come up with on contracts. He said, I've never seen so many zeros in my life. Wow. And he said, we will run on the jumbotron your, uh, you know, your popcorn and then we'll sell it and we'll pay you this much amount of money. He said, I'll only do it if you put up there all for the glory of God. And they said they would do it. Wow. And now he's mind. just, you know, his life and he's a big giver and uh, all these other things, missionaries and different things like that. Well, what about, but we're anointed. I like it. I like there it. are athletes that are doing this. Rodney. I'm anointed. Yeah. yeah. There was a little high school player, little, oh, I call him Opie Taylor, you know, type of kid. <laughs> and, 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 and I was spiritually helping him. Knowing him since I, he was a little bitty guy. Yeah, and, and, and so I would just spiritually coach him like a mentor, you know, spiritual-wise. And I got a hold of this, and I said, Rodney. Now, Rodney was short, and, 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 and he loved basketball. And, and I said, uh, Rodney, listen, I got a hold of this thing. I want you to do this. He says, yeah, anything, whatever you say. And that's how he is. And he said, say, I'm anointed to play basketball on a level the world's not familiar with, all for the glory of God. Now, say it and mean it. And he goes, yes, sir. And he did it. Four years go by. And by the time he graduated, he's not much taller. He had um, 2,500 college scholarship offers. He broke the, the 2, record. 2,500. Now, you're talking about all of them from wow. junior college to NAIA Division One to Division II to... He had them all over. That's Everybody awesome. wanted him. All the top, top schools scorer. wanted him. He, he broke every record In you Oklahoma. can imagine, and he just shattered it. it. That is quite Every a interview he'd get, I'm anointed. He would tell them, I'm oh, anointed. Yeah. God has anointed me to do this. Ooh. I'm anointed to do this. And now he's playing professional. In, uh, he In went Australia. to Europe and Australia, and he got player of the year there. He got player of the year in Europe. The anointing. Everywhere he's going, That's and the great. people are seeing the power through basketball. Yeah. 
And so it's happening in all kinds of. What uh, about the girl golfers? Oh, they're yeah. There's these. When I was at ORU and I was spiritually advising the ORU students, I remember I took uh, 240 athletes and I began to teach them this. Well, it dwindled down to six. I can tell the coach in you is. Coming. Yeah, the coach is in me. So you may be doing push-ups here in a little bit if you, if I catch you not paying attention or something. No, I'm just teasing. So anyway. Uh, and, and these girls, and, and uh, one of them got a hold of this. She was a girl golfer, and she said, Chip, have you ever noticed that of this teaching that all of us have been in, of your anoint this anointing teaching, that our fame has started to spread? Yeah. And I go, what do you mean? She said, we've been on magazine covers. Rodney's been he's on every magazine cover. This guy's on every, and, and, and we're, we're able to glorify God. And I, and I thought, that's Scripture. And the fame of Jesus spread throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Now, he didn't do it for the fame, oh. but the fame had to happen. And that, to get the word out, yeah, to demonstrate to the, the power. Out, you right. demonstrate the power, and it will that draw. Is quite a story. It, it will draw. Just like, uh, what was that young man in the 17th chapter of uh, David and Goliath? He said it. Yeah. He said it. And, and just tell about that. And his, where he said, how he I'm going to take your head off. Yeah, your yeah, what he said. Oh, well, yeah. I, I know what she's wanting me to say because uh, it was one of the greatest revelations that I've ever received from God. And I was talking to my good friend, Rocky, who was a basketball coach. Uncle and, um, and I said, oh, look, it's real funny, Rocky. Uh, God, uh, David was talking trash to Goliath. Now, if you're a coach, you know what trash talking is. It's you're talking to your opponent and you're telling them you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Well, you don't always encourage your players to talk trash. You want them to be confident, but you want them to be respectful and yeah. back it up. But here, David's talking trash. So I said, hey, it's scriptural to talk trash. So we're laughing. And so David's, and I, uh, what do you mean he, he's talking trash? So I read it to him and I said, I'm going to smite you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to cut your head off, and then I'm going to feed it to the bird, right? He's, I yeah, said, that's trash talking. And so we're laughing at it, and all of a sudden I hear the Lord say to me, do you want to know why that story is the most popular story of the Bible to the world? Now, notice he didn't yeah, say church, the world. Fly. It's the only one where the sports announcers will use that That's analogy. Right. They yeah. don't use Elijah and Elisha. They don't use Jesus and <laughs> Satan or Moses and Pharaoh. That's they true. use David and Goliath. So everybody, I, I promise you, if you went to some place like a bar or something, don't do it. But if you ask them, <laughs> does anybody know David and Goliath? Every one of them is going to raise their hands. They've heard of it. And the Lord said, you want to know why that's so? And I said, yes. And he said, because of what he said, he put a spiritual law into existence. That's right. And he said this, and I said, well, what did he say? He said, the last thing Goliath's ears heard. So I read through it. I'm going to smite you. I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to feed you to the birds. And then here it came. And all the earth shall know that there is a God. In Praise God. He said it. All the earth shall know. All 2016 shall know. right now, as you're watching this program, you know, That's right. we know, your unsaved knows. neighbors know. That's Why? David he spoke it, then he demonstrated it. He demonstrated the power of God. That's awesome. And, and you that's have the to reason say it, why. really, yeah. to demonstrate it. That's so good. Chip. Praise God. Praise the Lord. We've got a winner there. I yeah. like that. Hallelujah. Glory, Glory to God. God. So, so we have to demonstrate for this generation to know and yeah. the fame to go abroad. That's right. 
then we've got to demonstrate the power to them. That's what the Lord showed me when we got this opportunity to do these two weeks. You want to help those kids out there? Yeah. Then you have the power demonstrated down at your church. You don't, you don't be one of those that denies the, the power of God. Right. That, that has a form of godliness, right. but denies the power oh, thereof. No, I'm not one of when, those. when the Holy Ghost, Jesus said, now, I'm, I'm going to find this scripture in Acts. The, uh, Jesus said to those uh, uh, disciples, he said, you don't leave town without the Holy Ghost. Mm. He's, he is going up, you know, he's going to go oh, up. Oh, yeah. I you know, that. when he's ascended up, then he tells them um, in Acts chapter 1, he's ascending on high, and he says, uh, he's, he's walked with them for 40 days, after he's been risen from the dead. Now he's going to send up from the Mount of Olives. And he says to them, wait, verse 4, Acts chapter 1, verse 4, wait for the promise of the Father, that's the Holy Spirit, which you have heard of me. And then he says in verse 8, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come on you. Praise God. Now look over here at Acts chapter 3 and verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Resurrection power. They gave witness of the resurrection. Mm. Whenever you demonstrate the power, it is a witness that Jesus raised from the dead. That's our mm. message. Our message is God raised Jesus from the dead. That's what you have to say to get born again. And so we are, we are told by God to manifest the power. Stay filled with what power? The power of the resurrection. Praise the God. The power of the Holy Ghost. You demonstrate it to the young people, you won't lose them. But if you just preach the power and you never have a demonstration of the power, the young people who are looking for, like you said to begin, they're real. real they're going to drift away. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're out of time. <laughs> we'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.